Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV, Liverpool versus Porto, second leg, Champions League quarter-finals, uh, the place where it all kicked off last year. Chris Pajak. Hello mate. Um, sadly, we're not going there this year, um, I hear the weather forecast is very similar. Shock, raining in Porto. Raining in Porto. This time of year, raining. Rain and fog in Porto, who knew? <laughs> um, At least we won't get trapped on that bridge. Mm, or just trapped in Porto, like we did like we did last time. Nevertheless, um, look, massive. Massive game once again. Um, Ninety minutes from a from a semi final. And and the mad thing is, I'm not ready to talk about it. No, like I'm not I'm not over the Chelsea stuff yet. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it's a Champions League quarter final, yeah. you know. And you two goals up. Normally, this would be like your entire focus for the last couple of weeks. You got a Champions League quarter final. Mm -hmm. We've got bigger fish to fry yet. This is absolutely massive because you can see the route to the final, can't you? So, mm. in about. 12 to 24 hours, I'd really like to talk about this, so maybe come back to me then. Yeah, you literally didn't have to come in for the show, Ben Kelly was <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But we have got Kieran Gethin in the studio, Kieran, welcome. Um, how are you feeling for this one? I think, you know, the fantastic result in the first leg at Anfield, sets it up really nicely. Yeah, definitely, it gives you a lot of confidence. Um, it's... Like, like you said, normally you'd be concentrating on just the Champions League all the time, but it almost feels like maybe I want him to rest a couple of the players in, if you know, a mm -hmm. couple of the main players for this game. But um, you you can see it's either it's probably going to be Barca next, and so if if we can maybe give some of the top boys a bit of a break, I'd be really happy with that. But maybe you want to go go there again, like I think last year. It, I think it, sorry, I know you're a boxer and you like you put people to sleep and stuff. But if you did a sleep podcast, your voice is incredible, and I would absolutely <laughs> listen to that. Like, for the self oh God, like, I'm just he's talking. I go, oh God, yeah, just sleep here, like perfect, <laughs> like bastard. And he punches people for a living. Um, it's, um, it's, I think it's really, I think Kim, it's really nice to poison so much as if we got that third goal and I think we were a little it took a little edge off because I think Liverpool deserved more than two I think in terms yeah. of performance at Anfield but it being I say only two because two is a perfectly good, yeah, yeah. good score take, to take have away, you know. it does mean that I don't think Liverpool can go into this one complacent I think no. we, we know we know that look if they get a goal their crowd's going to be up we know we've seen how big the Dragao Stadium can be in that, in that regard I think it actually means in a positive sense we do have to take it seriously. We can't go in. Can't go relax and then yeah. go two goals down in ten minutes or yeah. something. Yeah, but I think one goal puts it to bed. I, think. Yeah. I really don't think there's any way back from it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, Phil, it, it is. You better watch it, out. Anyway, they call me the Pink Whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> <Did they really? laughs> no, I called myself it. <laughs> Remember when we got in the ring with Leon McKenzie? All oh, right. Yeah. You don't remember? You got a kidney punch in the ring. Changed me whole outlook on life. Yeah, I started trying to reconnect with me, uh, my family and friends after that one. Um, well, it, yeah, I, I, it's look. There's a real danger, I think, and whether it's just in us or whether it's whatever that. If that what if we were a little bit better, if we had got the third goal, there's just simply no coming back from that. I I, I think we need yeah. to go in there with the mentality that one goal will kill it for us. Mm. But that should be our aim. We're not going to go there for a nil-nil draw. We're going to go there if you get, if you come away with a one-nil win, that's a phenomenally managed two-leg tie. Yeah, I, I don't think Klopp has it in him to go and play no. for a nil-nil. It's not, and each game is more important than the last. So I think where we will try and run, I mean, we'll come on to the lines in a bit. 
but where we'll try and rotate the midfield a little bit. I can't. I think it's going to be the normal front three. I think you'll still have Van Dijk still going to be playing, Alisson still going to be playing. It's still going to be a very strong squad regardless yeah. what we go. But well, you, it's a quarterfinal. These precisely, like, you're it's want a, to play this is yeah. this is the ridiculous thing, isn't it? So we were saying this before that. How crazy is it that we won the Champions League quarter-final 2-0 and we're disappointed? Mm. Um, it, it's, it's madness and we're in a position that we can talk about resting players and that kind of stuff, but I think one goal kills it. Yeah. One goal and they get the There's time's finished. There's a real... I do say pressure off, Chris, because, I mean, look, once you step into that stadium, the pressure's going to be on big time because their fans are going to be baying for blood. They were amazing. We beat them 5-0 and they never stopped singing for the entire, for the entire game. There's going to be a phenomenal atmosphere in there. But this is, this is just a... It's a it's a massive, massive game of football, and yet, to some extent, I've, I'm just excited for it. Once again, I've been I've been looking forward to the Champions League games far more than the Premier League because I'm trusting us more and more in the Premier League. Sure, but I I feel like we've got our heads around Europe. Like you know, maybe I wasn't feeling that when we were awful away from home in the in the group stages, but it does feel like. And I think obviously going away to Bayern helps that. Massively, but this is. Um, I'm enjoying the ride in, in in the Champions League more than I maybe have been in the in the league this season. Yeah, I think a lot of that comes with the confidence that the team are playing with, of course. But then knowing full well that Cop's been here for near three years now, and he hasn't lost a two-legged tie in Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, the only time we've been beaten in Europe is in two finals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. So when you go into these two-legged ties and your two goals up, of course you're going to have confidence. But you know, we talk about you know momentum in sports so often, don't we? And you know. You need to carry that winning streak on. You know, it's been about six six odd games we've won on the bounce now. And we'll just continue that. We won't want to go there for a draw. We want to go there, kill the game off early and then look to rest a few players. But I expect a fast start from Liverpool. They want to silence the crowd. They want to get into them. And they want to make sure that those fans do just... uh, We dampen them a little bit. I think something that's a real advantage for us is we've been in that stadium as a team and as a fan base, yeah. so we know what to expect. Yeah. It's not like you turn up and you don't know how good the fans are going to be. You do, yeah. and you've silenced them almost once by five goals. Yeah. You can do it again. And let's be honest as well, I think the Porto mentality, I think they were very happy to not get battered at Anfield, which was mm. a very much a possibility, mm. and I think it will play in their fan base. They'll be up, they'll, be up for, they'll want revenge. They will, because it was an embarrassment. Yeah. You know, no one, you don't, if anyone came to your home ground and beat you by that, You'd be raging. You'd be desperate yeah. to kind of to, to put that straight. We were desperate. I was desperate for us to get Real Madrid this season, just so we could yeah. again just to, just to beat them, just to put it to bed a little bit. And I'm gutted we never got that that opportunity. But we do have that. It, it's there. It's fresh in the memory. If we do go and get a, get an early goal, there will be something in their heads that just goes. Mm, they've got a they've got a title to fight for themselves. Let's, yeah. not, so, let's not forget. Listen, look, I know last season's games don't count. But we've played them three times and they haven't scored past us. Mm. The squad will know that going in. Yeah. And this Liverpool side seems to score in every single fixture. Yeah. So just carry on doing what you're doing at yeah. that point. I think um Kieran, we've got we've got options and you, you talk about you say like rest and it means on the on the surface it's like, oh what do we mean by that? Managing it doesn't your mean, squad. Yeah, that's it what doesn't it mean what it meant a year ago or two years ago. It's not we're not yeah, putting some kids in. No. Yeah. You're talking about Dejan Lovren. You're talking about James Milne. You're exactly. talking about Jeannie Wijnaldum. Yeah. You're talking about maybe Divock Origi. Fellas who've all got in their own right got to finals at this football club. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. And like you say, putting someone like Milner in instead of a Matip, I think it would be a good mm-hmm. a, a good thing for 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 the game. But, Lovren, you mean? Uh, Lovren, sorry, yeah. Um 
and then put maybe giving Genie a rest because he's played so many games. I think you'll put someone like Miller in his position or yeah. something well, like Genie, that. Well, the good thing is, is that Genie and Aldam haven't had basically two games off. Yeah. yeah. Having it's... gone from playing every game for us pretty much. Yeah. He yeah. can rock, we, we can now just bring, if we want to bring Man Aldam in, we can. Yeah. We want to bring Milner in, we can. We've got that situation. Hey, listen, if we want to carry on playing Cater and Henderson in the midfield, well, we can because Kayser's not played loads well, of football. Played yeah. season, Jordan Henderson's played lots less football than he has done and, in, in, in years it, gone by. It might be a good thing putting Kate in because he is on a good. He's got having a good run, you know. Momentum. You want to keep it going, don't you? you want, especially if he's just coming into form at this point of the season. Yeah. We want him to get into his league, yeah. into the league games. Um, yeah, I think probably Kate would probably get a nod over Wijnaldum um, in there, but. I'd like to see him get get in the team. I think Phil, that that's this is the this is a situation we've worked ourselves into, and we talked on the final word about how it, this Liverpool side is very unfamiliar to us because they're yeah. brilliant, and we're not used to Liverpool being brilliant. We're yeah. used to us being having really good flashes and moments and good players, but also being a bit weak and being a bit crap at times when we most need us to, to step up. This squad, you know, this is Phenomenal, we, we have got a squad. We've got, you know, and there'll be some people who don't like certain members and look, you know, let's be honest, like Lovren coming in the team the other week, you know, a few people went, Dejan Lovren, the lad hadn't played basically a game in three months and mm. came in and was absolutely fine. Some Maybe yeah. some criticisms over his position in the tyres or whatever, I thought he, 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 I, you know, the, I thought he was bang up for the fight with Morega yeah. and it makes me wonder whether it's another, same again, Dejan, we got him in for that game, keep him in here because... We've got the option. We've got the opportunity to keep yeah. him fresh and keep him or keep him fit and you know match fit. So why why not? And what a beautiful position for us to be in. I mean, it's not a position I'm too familiar with for for Liverpool to be able to do that. As you said, we were looking at the bench and there's kids there, and you're thinking, can can, can someone come on and do a job? But you know, I remember days when we were bringing on Danny Pacheco and stuff, trying to trying yeah. to make something happen. And Nathan Eccleston. But you know what I mean. So, but you look at some of the lineups yeah, a few years him. ago, and you just start going, "Oh my god!" Whereas this, like, even the it's night and day between the bench from last year and the bench from this year. But I think one of the major changes this year for me has been the mentality of other people towards us. I don't think we've quite got there yet, yeah. but it's other people's mentality towards us. So, Porter got absolutely battered last year. You said they've not scored against us. We got all the way to the Champions League final. People are looking at that. People are looking, going, this is last year's Champions League finalists, and they're just turning up, and they're turning over Bayern Munich, and they're turning over. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's, they're almost expecting it of us when we don't, mm -hmm. which is interesting because you can see it in the way that they line up. There was a great comment, uh, Chris, uh, in the Twitter comments from the Chelsea game about I'd love to be able to experience this as a rival fan to give us to get me an understanding of how terrifying Liverpool are because I don't think I appreciate quite how good we are because I'm so lost in the middle of it and it feels that right there's not a team in Europe that isn't fearful us again Porto knew that that game was getting away from them at Anfield and basically went right okay we're going to make sure that our, our primarily because they knew if it got to three that was that would have been them done they'll still be up for the fight they'll be getting told by uh, Conceição that it's still you know it's, it's, it's within their hands of course they can go and turn it round power of home and all that they will be aware of the challenge in front of them. To, to try and score a goal against Liverpool, as you say there, is a, is a monumental achievement. We're, we're brilliant. We're brilliant and, and everyone should be fearful of us. Absolutely. I mean, just the way the Porto played against us in that first leg, I mean, a ridiculously high line because they realised that Liverpool were going to score goals and they may as well try and get a goal because an away goal to them would have been absolutely key to take mm -hmm. back to, to their stadium. You know, they changed it up second half. They sat a lot deeper and they looked to try and just damage limitation time wasn't it and this time I imagine the game will go very very similarly to the first half at Anfield to be mm. honest with you they'll be on the front foot and Liverpool will be there sitting 
the back, ready to pick things off with the red arrows. I'm hoping whenever. this striker doesn't get the opportunities that he had in Anfield, though, because if he was, if he was, you know, his head was in the game, I think he'd put a couple of them away. We know Marega's a good, a good footballer. He's got a fantastic goal-scoring record this season. So yeah, I mean, look, inevitably, he's their big, he's their, he's their big main focus. Right, we need to keep him quiet, most certainly, but. Um, it's so exciting! I can't, I can't. This is it. I've been no, trying to say this for ages, but to be at this stage of the season is absolutely unprecedented. You know, in my, in my tenure as a Liverpool fan, you know, I've never, you know, we are <laughs> challenging for the title and in contention to win a, a European Cup at the same time. And I know there's accompanying stresses that go with it because of the whole. Well, if you do fall short, you, then it's disappointing. We're fearful of disappointment, but. I think we've learned, and we were talking about this on again on the final way, where we feel that we can be fearful of that as fans because that would be disappointing. Yeah. But the point is, we I think we can all I think we can all unequivocally say across the entire fan base that this side has earned our trust massively. Yeah. Such, such that we trust that they will go and give absolutely everything in every given game of football. Mm. And if then someone just happens to be better than you on the day. Well, think about how shaky our defence used to be. We used to panic every time somebody attacked against attacked against us because you'd be like, "Oh, you know, we we almost needed to score three or four goals to win a game because mm -hmm. we knew that they were going to concede." Those days are gone. Yeah. So I think what's beautiful with that is our counter-attacking football, though. So Porto now have to attack us. Yeah. They don't have a choice. They have to attack us. Yeah. And attacking us is one of the most dangerous things you can do in football yeah. because we will <laughs> hit you on the counter-attack. Yeah. And well, I, would not, I would not want those three running at me. Yeah. yeah. Bayern Munich had exactly the same problem, didn't mm. they? They knew. They set the game up, Chris, so that you know it was all. It was. It became one one game of football. Winner take all. They've got the power of the alliance behind, and they get to go and take it to us. Having played a little bit within themselves, maybe you could argue at Anfield. And um, nah, <laughs> we just no. we just smashed them when we got off. And it, you know, we sent shockwaves around European football again, like we did last season. You know, everybody's looking at that, and you can't help looking at it and go flipping. Wow. It. Yeah. There's one. There's one thing knocking buying out on your own turf. It's a completely different thing knocking Going buying out on theirs, it, yeah. and, and in, in their terms, fashion. in yeah. that fashion, exactly yeah. like. And now you move on to Porto, a side that you've played before with a two-goal advantage. And everybody's looking at it and thinking... And, and listen, I think Liverpool fans have been quite good, actually, on the whole, with not taking it for granted. But I think probably the rest of Europe is taking it for granted that yeah. Liverpool will be in the semi-finals. Mm, yeah. yeah. No one, yeah, no one looked at the Liverpool side, Kieran, and, and said... Again, something we were talking about post-Chelsea... And thought Liverpool are, Liverpool are worse than last season. We got to the final last yeah. season and we're a better team. Much we were better. Sort of, again, big point we were making. Fabinho's just really starting to establish himself now. Cater's only just starting to establish himself now. Yeah. We've got, you know, John Matip, who would have been a big, big question mark over him. He's playing, he's playing really well. We've got the option to bring Gomez in, which we'll talk about in, in, in a minute. You know, Trent Alexander-Arnold is a year more experienced and better as a footballer. Yeah. Andy Robertson had only played half a season for us, you know, you know when we got to the final last yeah. year. He's now got a full season and a half under his belt. We are a much, much We've got better a world-class keeper yeah. between got the got sticks. Got a world-class <laughs> Absolutely mental, Robbo's progression through, you know, from Bozzi Hull City and then he comes in and plays Champions League final the year after. But, yeah, he's um, the whole team is much more experienced. I think they'll... They'll use that experience. If we come up against Barcelona, I, I would call us favourites against Barcelona because I just think maybe they're um, they're going to be a bit leggy from their, their league campaign. You know, it's been mm -hmm. quite tough on them. They, you know, they were, they were having a long campaign over there and um, 
if we get them at Anfield in the first leg, I really think we could do a job on them. It's very, very interesting stuff. Um, right, we're going to do preferred 11s in a moment. Um, but before we do, we have got a brand new podcast here on the Redman TV. We switched things up the other week. If you haven't checked it out, here's what it looks like. Would you rather be eaten alive or buried alive? Depends who's eating oh, me. Hey. <laughs> uh, it's his dad. Yeah, dad. Um, <laughs> that's it. Uh, like, if it's a lion, I'd rather get eaten because I'd be dead quicker. That'd be fucking hurt, wouldn't it? Yeah, but dead. Christ on a bike, that's the exact reason I wouldn't want to be yeah. alive. I'd like, if, I, if I'm going to die, you're going to die quickly. I'd rather die quickly. Buried alive means I'm going to be there for a good hour or two suffocating before I'm dead. I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'd rather suffocate than be bitten and no absolutely not yeah, I, I, no. it's the pitch black terrified in the, no 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 just yeah, if, if, no, no but if I'm going to die I want it to be quick and sure. maybe well maybe but if, if I'm going to be I, if it's a like if it was little tiny animals just take, taking like rats or something then I'd eat that I'd rather just suffocate but if you can like get me like more by a giant animal and I'm dead a whale with, and I'm dead with, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm dead with, like, for like in a minute just give me that the thing is if a lion attacks me and bites me head off I'm dead yeah you don't that's what I want I don't want to be what piranhas no that'd be awful because I'd be away again it'd take a while for a piranha to, to do me and I want I want a big animal to murder me look look <laughs> given these given, given these given these choices I want to be like the big animal want, <laughs> I just, someone please clip that off and just put it on Twitter with Steel saying I want a big animal to murder me yeah do check it out revamp revitalised and now an absolute crux of your weekly Liverpool lives, um, get involved with all that. Ye- let's get into your preferred 11s, Phil. So um, I've still gone with quite a strong lineup, mm-hmm. to be honest. So obviously Allison, Robbo, Van Dijk. I've got Lovren in there because of how yeah. he prepared, played the first. Like I think he needs to be in there. And then Trent. My midfield is Fabinho, Hendo, and Ginny. I think Ginny, with having had the last couple of days off, I think he'll be nice yeah. and fresh. I do like the freedom that Hendo now has with Fabinho being there. So they almost come together as a is a bit of a package now and then the standard front three yeah absolutely um, I think there's a real, a real interesting point there the Genie Wijnaldum stuff is that may, you know, Chris made reference you know we, we can start if, if we choose to start fast mm. then maybe Kate is actually a good option for that yeah. but if we're looking to just soak up a bit of pressure we talk about the impact that Genie Wijnaldum had off the bench against Chelsea and just Holding the ball, taking that extra Calming touch, influence, exactly. Me? That you know, we saw it actually. You know, when, when he, I know he played the six against City uh, in the Champions League last season, but yeah. when he did just take that extra breath, we were such a more dangerous force for it. So, no, very, very interesting stuff indeed. Um, okay, and what have you gone for? Did you go? For, we had a little chat pre-film. Did you go with Gomez at right back? Yeah, uh, no, right back. I got him in the centre next to Ooh. Virgil. It's, it's, it's what I, it's what I'd like to see. You know, yeah. I, I, I want to see him come back to the team and. I think he's going to do fantastic when he when he gets his fitness back, you know, yeah. next season. You so you think of what he was like at the start of the season, and he seems like that mature type of personality, who's going to go straight back into the team and still be calm. Like yeah. I don't think he's going to panic. So I I go with Allison and goal, um, Robbo, Trent, Gomez, and Virgil. Um, Love that. Yeah. Love that. If I'd have thought of that, I'd have absolutely done that for a preferred <laughs> eleven. Um, Fabinho in the back, obviously, because he's doing so well at yeah. you know shoring up the fence. I got Hendo in the, uh, just in front of him because I think he's, his attacking role is playing off really well. Kater next to him because mm-hmm. like I said, I, I, I want to see him keep a run in the team. I want, I'd like to see him keep his form going, and he's like you said, he's good for attacking and he you know starting fast and then the, the front three. The front three, yeah. Right yeah. Hello. 
So I've I've actually done That's something. Agent making sure the belt's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually I've actually changed things up slightly in the midfield. Yeah. And I've given Fabinho the night off in this one. Ooh. I'm playing Wijnaldum in the six again. Ooh. It's been a while since we've seen Wijnaldum in that six. And mm -hmm. I think for me I've gone with Wijnaldum, Milner and Keiter as a as a midfield three. Although I did toy with the idea of if we're playing counter-attack, shove Salah up top in the nine mm. and maybe play Shakiri over on the right hand side, but I did that in the end off for the front three like. I think for me, I mean, this the lover is, at the back for me as well. Would it be in preferred? Yeah, the the, the lover and stuff makes sense. We've, we've seen them already. I, I've gone Gomez, but I've gone Gomez right back because oh, yeah. you know, give a good nice opportunity way to, get, to him get, him. get him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I think Cardiff Lumen. I think we need Trent in that game because the the onus is going to be on us to attack. Yeah. You don't. The teams that we've got left. Don't require Joe Gomez a fullback. In fact, I think it limits us having Joe Gomez a fullback. So unless you're gonna just throw him in at centre half, which is perfectly feasible, by the way, I wouldn't be opposed mm. to seeing him come in at, at, at any point. As good as Matip's been, as mm. fine as Lovren's been and stuff, I think I'd all, I think we'd all be happy to see Joe Gomez just be back to what he was yeah. at the start mm. of the season. But no, I thought good good chances to get him some some minutes. We know he played for the under 23s of the weekend, didn't he? So maybe a step closer, maybe a step too soon. I don't know. Um, Keeping Fabinho in the, in the six for me, it's him or Henderson, and I'm opting to give Henderson a little bit of a rest. I think he's put a lot of work yeah. in this last yeah. in the last week or so. See, uh, I think I'm taking Wijnaldum out of that number eight role now, and I think I'm using him as a, as the as the backup for Fabinho between now and the end of the season. That's because how calm he was when he came on, he was yeah, very just, calm. He's just so good in that six role and, and stuff, and you know, with Henderson, with Keita, with Milner. Maybe Ox. Mm. You know, we've got four lads who can play the eight there. And Lalana yeah, as well. Lallana. Lallana. I, I like seeing Genie attack him, but he's just some goal off finesse. Well, he's yeah, just going off goals, does he? I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't escape the impact that Cater and Henderson have had in the last in the last couple of weeks getting into the yeah. box and causing problems. Genie just doesn't do that enough. He can. Yeah, but he, well, but, but he, he gets a nosebleed up there, though, doesn't he? A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, he gets into his head this hole, he doesn't score away. Particularly and stuff. You know, so, but to be fair though, you know, didn't do didn't do any harm in Rome, did it? Like, no, absolutely. Listen, he's a he's a cracking player, but sometimes you you do see him. He kind of gets up there and and he's looking for the pass rather than just yeah. looking to open up his body. And it's it. I I've gone Genie Milner because I think I, I wonder whether the substitutions that we saw at the weekend kind of inform what we're going to see. I think largely we're going to keep the same team, the same formation, and then we'll just you know in this instance I think having Genie and Milner, you've got Milner's experience, fine. Give Henderson a little bit of a, a rest because I think once again I think I think he's a, the better attacking option. I think we'll need him a hundred percent for Cardiff, and have doing it the other way to Chelsea this time around. Whether in the, whether in the storm, I think for half an hour, forty five mm -hmm. minutes, sixty minutes even. With Genie in there, absolutely fine. Because you weather the rail. storm for 90 minutes and you're through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then bring <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then fine, you bring, isn't it? You know what I mean? But then you flip flipping what we did. You bring Cater into the game to be a bit more drive, a bit more impetus, and maybe even Henderson as well for this. Just exactly the opposite to what we did against Chelsea because I think the game goes the other way in that regard. And then, as you say, the, the front three. But let us know your preferred 11s in the um, in the comment section underneath. Um, Kieran, what have got you? Obviously, we've got a, a wonderful piece on, on display here. Yeah, Welsh, uh, Welsh area super light. Wait, <laughs> title. I, I did have to write that down. It was Some a long way to remember it in one go. Um, how's things going at the minute, mate? Yeah, yeah, good. Um, I'm hoping to fight again in June now. Um, I've had two fights this year. I, I won that title in February, and then I fought a, um, a Spanish guy in, in March. He was like six foot three, big giant fella. <laughs> no, didn't put the best best performance in, but I had a couple of injuries, you know, so mm -hmm. I've had a bit of a break, got my injuries right. Um, I did have an opportunity to fight in a British title eliminator, but because of my injuries, I had to pull out of that. You know, well, you know, maybe suspend it and 
come back to it later in the year. But um, if I can get a decent fight out in June, hopefully on a good show as well with um, my management team, MTK, it'll be a good end to the year, I'm hoping, a big end to the year, maybe a new title to, to take over. Um, well, obviously proud of lad as well. What does it mean to have to, 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 to carry the belt? Oh, brilliant. Because I, I won national titles as an amateur, um, five national titles, I boxed four Wales, I was captain of Wales all over the country, you know. I'm, I'm proud of my, my, my mum's side of the family, you know, the scout side, but I am a fierce Welshman, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it was great to, I've, I've done it junior, youth, senior, and, and now professional as well. So all levels I've boxed at, I won titles, so. Amazing, yeah. As, as, if I can keep representing us and, and go for the, you know, international belts and stuff like that, I'll be really happy. Amazing. And, and I want to come fight in Liverpool at some point as well. Yeah, that'll be class, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure the way the you'll push it would go down. Oh, you'll get a good reception. I, yeah. I might get new shorts made, like like the Liverpool shorts with a badge on. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be class. And your potential uh, Redman title holder when he Knocks Paige yeah. out for skating his voice. Like. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. He's knocking me out. The camera's there. The camera's there. He's there in his gloves and you're driving into him with the car, you know? Right, yeah, just briefly looking at the rival fixtures then. Obviously, Barca taking United back to the new camp. 1 0 lead there. Juve at 1 all hosting Ajax. Phil, any thoughts? So Barca are going to do United. Um, <laughs> hey, we all thought that was PSG, though. Yeah. Oh no, let, let's. It's a different, Barca. different, different proposition there. But I, I hope they ba- put like five. Barca are going to do United. Do you know what? I, if it happens, it happens. But it, I it sounds really weird. This you were talking about before. I almost don't care. Yeah. I'm so happy about what yeah. we're doing. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if United get through tonight. Uh, do you know what? Let's get him in the semis. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd love to knock United out of the semis. <laughs> if it doesn't, so, so it, it, I still think Barca are going to do well. I think Juve, I mean, Ajax did well to get the result that they did, to mm-hmm. be perfectly honest. They'd be but, great to watch as well. Yeah, they? and they have. And they play some lovely football and they've been the kind of the bit of a wild card, haven't they? They've, mm. they've done a lot more and I think people from afar expected them to but I think Juve are just too strong I think the, they're too canny I think Juve for yeah. Ajax that's, the, that's what it comes down to this stage yeah. mm. and I think to be fair I think when you look ahead and look I don't want us to get carried away because we've still got to get through the second leg I think but you know I, I would I think United are more beatable which is why I don't think they'll get past Barcelona yeah. you know I think if we, had, if we had a choice if Liverpool do make it to the semis and we had to do it I think I, I, the easier route to the final would be United I'm not yeah. sure I could stomach having to face that and face the possibility of what could happen if the worst came to the worst. Semi-final Champions League against United. Yeah. Can you imagine the nerves, the yeah. heart rate. Just, oh. um, Do you think it would be easier for the Liverpool team to get up for the Barca game as well? I just, to be honest, I just, I, I, we had this with the Man City thing last year. I don't know. I think both, the good thing is, is that both massive football clubs yeah. with the big European heritage as well. We, I think there's all the cause for the coach greetings for us to give it our absolute best as fans and the team yeah. and all that. So I don't think there's any issues getting up for, e- for either of those games. No. i just be honest, I just, I, I was so, so annoying having a European away in Manchester. <laughs> I just can't be arsed with that again. So Barcelona in that regard would be preferable. But um, I think on the, the Juve side, Chris, I think... <sighs> Man City, if, if, if I get through against Juve, and it's possible because they caused them problems, they've got that youthful exuberance on this side. I, I just, I think City would absolutely batter Ajax everywhere. Yeah. I think Juve, naturally, because of that kindness in Europe, I think it presents the most difficult block 
to them making the, the European Cup final. I think that's right. I think, you know, for me, was it three years on the bounce you've got to the final before? Or mm -hmm. was it or was it two and three? Two, two, and, two and, and three, three, something like that. So you know that they've got that experience and they know how to get through these two-legged ties and stuff. And obviously they signed Ronaldo for a reason. They wanted to go one step further and actually Mr. lift the Champions trophy, League, don't they? Yeah, so um, for me, I think... I think Manchester City would have a much tougher game against the likes of Juventus, especially you know, going in there and just not being the outright favourite. I mean, the bookies will probably make them a marginal favourite, but I think a lot of people who know football will be looking at Juventus and going, these guys know how to get past yeah. teams and it doesn't matter how good they are and, and stuff like that. So anything that makes Manchester City work harder is good for us. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't want to get too, too ahead of myself, but when we beat Juventus to lift the European Cup, I'll, I'll be made <laughs> Manchester City, I'll play frankly. Do you think they get past Tottenham though? Because I, I, I'm not convinced. I think they smash Tottenham everywhere. I've got a real feeling. We were saying this before, like because I, I just... I can take City progressing in the, in, in the Champions League because the, the league's the, the yeah. thing, isn't it? And if you're if you're offered me, and I'm sure everyone's the same, that the Spurs will get absolutely tonked everywhere, but then get, get something revenge. in, in yeah. the league. In the league it's, well, we've got to we've got to put all our hope eggs yeah. in that basket, particular hope basket. But uh, no, it's interesting one. Uh, Phil, what do you think the score is going to be? Liverpool Porto. We're going to win two one. Okay, I reckon they'll get a goal. I'm, I think 2-0, either 1-0 or 2-0. Okay. Okay. one all. Ooh. <laughs> one all. And I think Klopp maybe, maybe actually throws a, a couple of spanners in the, in the works with regards to the team. Okay, interesting. Something a little bit different than we're all thinking. I think it's going to be a 2-1 a or 3-1 to Liverpool thing. I, I, think that, I think they'll score and I think it maybe yeah. make it interesting. But I mean, don't get me wrong, I prefer them not to score first. But, you know, it may be a bit like, a bit like we've seen with... with we go a goal up, it's done, and then they get a bit of a con a bit of a consolation or whatever. You can flip that the other way as well, though, because if they get a goal, the crowd's going to be right up straight away, which means they're just going to bomb forward, and then all we need to do is pick them off on the counter attack. So actually, that plays into it. It feels nervy from a fan perspective, yeah. but from a tactical perspective, it actually helps us. I'll take that. Yeah, absolutely fine. I'm fine with all, I'm fine with all outcomes. Liverpool <laughs> being in the semis to be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, great, right, thank you very much everyone uh, for watching, for listening and for subscribing to the YouTube channel if you want more from us, go to theredmentv.com sign up, we've got so much amazing content around uh, pre and post every Liverpool game the analysis stuff is, 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 is top level Chris doing stats and tactics, man of the match the final word show as well, if you're still not ready to talk about this game uh, and you want to go back and revel in the Chelsea stuff you can do <laughs> you can do, uh, yeah, that's all there it's free for the first month so go and try it out uh, other than that we'll see you very very soon gentlemen, thank you very much, Thanks so much. hope thank we've you. got a place booked in the semi-finals of the Champions League and then roll on to Cardiff